Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And of course, we have the lovely Kelly. Yes. Thank we you. We love having Kelly. Kelly. Yes, we, we do. Very much. Like, I, I was so I excited. Always enjoy being on here with you guys. And I do want to thank you because I noticed like the last couple of Zoom things that you had, you gave me and Jenny shout outs about the podcast. And I want to tell you, I really, really appreciate that. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm excited because now I'll do a live later on and I'll say, Hey, you know, this is going up. So I'll, I'll shout out you guys and see if I can get some links and we'll put it in there too. Okay. Oh, yeah, I you. can definitely. That's always um, good with collaboration. Yep. And I will do that tonight when I get home from work. Okay. Yeah, so you that, just let me know. Okay, yep. And I'll I can send you the links and everything. So cool. That'll work. Yeah, and I'll post it. But yeah, we wanted to talk about the fun stuff you have coming up. Well, if you were here in Michigan, and by the way, Jill, you are in Michigan. Um, you're almost two hours away from me, but what is it with this crazy weather? I don't know. Yesterday it was beautiful, sunny and 80. And right now it's like 51 and blah. Yeah. It's over here. It's sunny, but it's like a high of 63. And I'm I mean, like, did we just like go into fall? Like, I, instantly? yeah, As I think, I think we're, we're being harassed by winter is what it is. Well, being- it's like, don't get too comfortable because mm-hmm. we have two days like that. We have a frost warning tonight. Yep. Um, and then it starts and then it's back up to like 78 degrees for the weekend. So yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, so if you're here in Michigan, then, um, and you're local, I'm in the Sterling Heights area. I am going to be live in person doing a night with spirit at the winery tonight, Filippo Mark winery. So that's, what's fun tonight. Um, And it's always a a good time. We have a very small group and everyone gets the choice to connect with an angel, a spirit guide, a loved one, or ask a psychic question. Um, And then I do the educating on angels and spirit guides and how they work with us and that kind of thing. Um, But coming up, um, we have the psychic immersion and that is going to be on June it kicks off on June 10th, completely optional. So we're kicking off um, on Saturday, June 10th with a past life regression workshop, which is super cool. People will have the opportunity to, opportunity to go into one, um, up to one to two or up to maybe three lifetimes. It depends how, how big the group is. But it's it's really cool because it's not about me telling you, here's your past life and this is what I can see. I am a certified hypnotherapist as well as being a psychic medium, a quantum healer, that kind of thing. Um, so I take people in through a hypnosis method. You get to actually experience that lifetime as like a, almost like a third party, you're, you're kind of looking down on your life. You are um, going through from the time you step foot on earth, you know, what region you're from, are you male? Are you female? What is your role in the society all the way through the death? And the death is not painful because again, there's no emotional attachment. You're just viewing it without being emotionally tied to it. So the June 10th, uh, the VIP kicks off um, with the past life progression. And then we are doing the psychic dinner, the psychic meet and greet dinner. And we're just going to be like, you know, we're having dinner and just a good time of, you know, people talking and getting to know each other. Um, And it's kind of just like free flowing. And then afterwards, we're doing Kelly Live, which is, um, it's an open forum, question and answer. And I always say it may or may not contain readings, which we all know that if I say that, it's probably more than likely going to contain readings. Um, that, That day, all of those things are a la carte. So if for the people that are doing the psychic immersion one day workshop, 
that automatically comes with your package. But if you've got people like Jill, maybe your granddaughter or your son or your husband wants to come with you, they can all they can pay and they can buy those separately. So you can, you know, do one, two or three, all three of them. Okay. So that's cool. And then on Sunday, June 10th, we have an all day psychic immersion. And that's where it's going to be an amazing time. We're going to go through all the basics. Um, so if you are new to getting into your intuition and igniting it, that's great. It works for you. If you are already into your intuition and you're trying to strengthen it, that's great too. It works for you. Um, we're going to go through the auras, the chakras, psychic protection, grounding techniques, cord cutting techniques, um, raising the vibration so that you can hold. So you are a container that you can hold a higher vibration within your body. The higher the vibration, the easier it is to connect in with the psychic abilities. But it is also people don't realize that when we raise our vibration, the world is vibrating at a very um, certain speed. Every year, the world amps up its speed. You know, when people say, man, time seems like it's going a lot faster. You're right, it is. So also at the same time, our vibration is changing. So people that are in a lower vibration, um, maybe you're in a relationship that is a low level vibration. Maybe it's an abusive relationship. Um, or you in, you're in a really shitty job and it's low level. Something happens and it causes crash and burn. Do you know what I'm saying? You're like some, you know, somebody tells you, flips you off and, you know, you're like, instead of it rolling off of you, you're like, you react. Um, a situation, somebody talks harsh to you. And instead of you just going, you know what, they're having a bad day and letting it roll off of you you react. So what happens with the, the DNA and changing, raising the vibration and changing that uh, DNA and, and the, the container that we hold a, a higher level of vibration, when the world is going through all these vibrational changes, we either, it, it rubs us the wrong way. It's very harsh to our energy and our senses. Or we acclimate and we're able to roll with it. So we've got people that are light workers. We've got people that are growing their intuition. And this is so important because they seem to acclimate a lot easier. And we realize that this is how it is. This is the world. People that have no clue, they get stuck. And, and it kind of like really kicks their ass when things shift, you know, like people, do, people will say it and I, I'll be the first to say it. I hate change. I don't like change, but change is inevitable. Change is very necessary, you know? So you can either go with it, roll with the flow, or you can go kicking and screaming, but guess what? We're all going to end up in the same destination one way or another, you know? So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really cool day of, fine-tuning some skills, building some skills, practicing with each other. And um, and I'll be tapping in when, you, you know, when people are working together, I'll be tapping in to say, okay, wait a minute, what are you missing here? You're on the same page. You got the right concept, but you're missing something. So I'll be tapping in to help you to see things from a different perspective that you might've been missing and um, so that's what's going to be really cool is that I'll be in there, you know, dipping in and and helping people with their energy and stuff like that, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm... And I, I extended the deadline because my girlfriend goes, you know what? People are busy between now and Memorial Day. They're thinking about going away for the weekend. They're not thinking about, oh, I have to hurry up and sign up for your class. So I extended the deadline till midnight on Monday. Go and have your time and, you know, enjoy the holiday weekend. <coughs> um, but if you do the one pay early bird, 
by midnight uh, Eastern Standard Time on Monday, then you get two 30-minute coaching calls. And um, you can use those at the beginning. You can use them, you know, all the way up six months later, you know, where you can get the assessment of where am I at with my psychic ability? This is what I've learned. What do I, what do I need to do next? Where do I go next? Am I on the right track? Um, and those, co- those calls are, it's a $300 value. So I'm throwing that in if people are registering by midnight on Monday. So that's one call before the emergen. You can use them whenever. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. You can use it. You can use them whenever. I would suggest that you go through the immersion and do one call after the immersion and then maybe one call like six months later. Okay. You know, just let's hope and pray my tax return comes in time. We're praying. We're praying. Um, and Jenny, mm-hmm. you planning at when you're you're coming from wisconsin correct that's the plan it I, it all is dependent upon that return unfortunately and if is if you're coming to michigan for this jenny's actually going to be staying with me for those for that weekend so and i'm excited for that the crazy the crazy and jill if you get some time you come down and we'll have a bonfire and we'll hang out oh and on that Sunday night, I just got the confirmation that I will be doing a new location. Um, it's going to be at doors are going to open at eight o'clock and I'm going to be at a place um, in Detroit. It's called Abix Bar and it is one of the oldest um, bars, neighborhood bars. It was vo- voted best neighborhood bar. It's kind of like a friend's atmosphere um, in Detroit. And it was part of, it was pre-prohibition. That's cool. So it's got a lot of history. And I'm going to- A lot of energy. Yes. And I'm going to be doing Night with Spirit there. And the bar is actually um, third generation in the family. Oh, wow. wow. So now, like the, I believe Eric is the grandson that it was his grandparents and then his parents, and then he took it over. And I believe he is the third generation that, that now owns and runs the bar. So, so cool. sorry, history buff. <laughs> I do believe that you guys will, you know, the only, the only reason that you'll pay like the, the surplus, um, they're going to have snacks and drink coupons. Um, so you'll pay that you won't pay me for that unless you want to be a part of it, but you'll pay them for like their, the, their snacks, their refreshments, mm-hmm. but you guys will be able to go with me as guests. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Thank you. So that's, that's exciting. So that's going to be on the 11th, um, June 11th. So yeah, it's going to be nice. Cause we're, we're going to, it's, you know, usually about two hours, you know, sometimes it runs a little bit longer, but doors open at eight and we're going to get started at nine. So we should be ending right around the witching hour. Nice. And unfortunately, we had talked about this before that I have to go a little early. So I actually have to dip out. Um, but I will be rewatching this so that I can recatch all the information. Uh, well, we'll miss you the rest of the episode. Yeah. I'm so we'll catch you again soon. If I can make it back in time, I'll jump back in. But it's probably not going to be till a little after um, 11 my time. So that's afternoon your time. Okay. Um, but I'll check and see if you guys are still on. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye, Jenny. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. All right. So, so that's that's what I've got going on. Um, let's see. I've got Night with Spirit tonight. I've got the Psychic Immersion uh, two-day event going on June 10th and 11th. Um, and I'm doing a lot of one-on-one coaching right now. I'm getting ready to um, open up my group coaching program 
but I, I've been doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching with people that are really ready to change their lives. Um, you know, I get so many people and mostly women, you know, and they come to me for a reading and they start with, you know, I, I just feel lost. I feel stuck. I feel defeated. I, I feel like I don't know where I'm going in my life. Um, and, you know, so I get a lot of people that um, they've dedicated their life to, of, you know, it's a life of service, a life to being a great wife, being a great mom, um, caregivers for their parents. And then suddenly their plate is clean or, or women that have been in toxic relationships and they finally get the courage to leave and they don't know who they are anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and regardless of what has been keeping you in your little bubble, suddenly the bubble's not there anymore. And they're like, I don't even know who I am. I, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to operate. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't even know how to define happy. Yeah. So we go through together and um, I've been doing four week programs with people and it's a combination of coaching and quantum healing because we see where the blocks are. <clears throat> Excuse me. These wonderful allergies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just had to take some, like the Sudafed you get behind the pharmacy counter because it's yeah. literally the only thing that works for me anymore because, you know, the lovely weather going flip flop. I thought that I was getting like some major sickness before I went uh, to Cancun. I was literally for uh, two days before throat, all, all that crap in my throat and sneezing nonstop. And I'm like, I'm not getting sick. I cannot be getting sick. I got, I got to Mexico and I was absolutely fine because they don't have all that. Right. Yeah, you no, know? we got the flip-flop in and like a little bit ago, it was cloudy. Now I got some sun coming in the window mm -hmm. and I know yeah, <clears throat> Michigan, I think yeah. it always wants to keep us on our toes to go. Remember, I can change with the, you know, on the drop of a dime and, and it does into like 12 feet of snow if you wanted to. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I've been doing with the, with the, the coaching is, um, and I was on a call with somebody yesterday and we're on her second session and it is so unbelievable because I give her homework to do and, um, give her the action, actionable baby steps to just make little tweaks and little changes. That will they they're building blocks. They keep on building on each other, and then by the end of and her in your program, whenever you're doing a, a group program, it kind of blankets everybody. But individual programs, it is very customized to that person and their specific issues. So it was interesting because we're on you know week two, and I said, so what have you noticed? And she said, wow. She goes, I had no idea. Just by doing these little baby steps, it's stopped me in my tracks. Like I'm not, I, like I normally go down this rabbit hole of negative thinking and this, and it stopped me in my tracks. And I didn't realize that I was actually doing that. And this, you know, little, um, one of the things that was so cool is that we work with a lot of affirmations and I help create affirmations for your specific situation. And she said, I, I'm looking for a new house, okay? She's also working on deservability, worthiness. So her self-worth and deserving, um, we all have issues with that, you know? Huge issues with that. Yeah. And so I wrote out, I, I call it a prescription. So I wrote out all of her homework and you know, we wrote some very specific things. And she said, the one thing that I noticed is I was looking at, I'm looking at buying a house in the next six months. And I've got me and, you know, my kids. And she said, I was looking at a house within this budget. And I said, okay. 
She said, now I noticed that I changed and I'm looking for a house with more space and I'm kind of dropping, I'm, I'm raising my budget. And instead of trying to justify it, she said, because I know that we deserve that. We're not just going to settle. I like that. And I'm like, that is perfect. That's exactly what we're talking about. We don't settle. Everything will fall into place the right way, but we have to recognize that we are deserving and that we are worthy to own something with suitable space, you know? And she said, it was amazing that it was just that tiny little tweak that changed everything, my whole perspective of looking for a house. And she goes, and now I'm actually finding houses that have more space that are very, very close to my budget. That's good. That's awesome. Because she went into self-worth and the deserving mode. Okay. And, and we're not settling. And people that are ready for a new relationship, you know, instead of just settling for half ass, just so they don't have to be alone. No. I, you know what, I, I, I've been widowed for four and a half years now. I've had a couple of relationships in there. They taught me some very good lessons. They taught me what I deserve and what I don't deserve, what is tolerable and what I'll never tolerate. Right, exactly. And the last one was seven months. I wasted my life seven for seven months of my life with a covert narcissist. And if anybody has ever been with a narcissist, they are the most destroying and the most damaging people out there. They will spin your head so hard. And I look at it as, yes, he wasted seven months of my life, but I learned huge lessons. I learned how to recognize the signs. And I was the one that kicked him to the curb and never looked back. And that's been almost a full year now. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Yep. And I am so good with who I am that people are like, well, don't you get lonely? You know what? Learn to become your own best friend. Learn to love yourself first before you take your broken ass self into another relationship and contaminate another human being. Right. Or... Before you take yourself in and have a broken human being break you even worse. Or I, I have seen it where two people have had shitty previous relationships and then they get together and it creates like a whole different dynamic. Yeah, it, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah, and people... You know, so many people are so codependent on other people or other situations. People think about codependency and, and they think about drugs or alcohol or whatever. And it's not the case. Codependency can be on another human being. And I know so many people that stay in shitty relationships just so they don't have to be alone. Yeah. Because they don't understand. They don't know how to be alone. Learn to love yourself so much that somebody coming into your life is only icing on your cake. Right. Exactly. Not the whole cake. Like I look at my life and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Seriously. I'm so good. And I see some of this bullshit out there and I'm like, Oh no. When I was in Cancun and I posted about this, I saw all kinds of craziness. I saw, I, I watched, we were at dinner and I watched and this guy came in and he was all pissy looking and his girlfriend was gorgeous. They sit down to dinner. He's mumbling under his breath. You can tell he's just miserable. Next thing you know, they're not talking. He gets up and he, he didn't even say, come on, let's go or anything else. 
he just gets up and walks away and she hurry up and scurries like a lost puppy right after him. And I'm like, it'll be a cold day in hell before I get up from going to dinner. But the old me would have done, done it. it. Right. The, the stronger me now is like, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Yeah. You know, and we compensate for other people in their shitty behavior. Then I see another couple, let's put it on a different shoe on a different foot. She's younger. She's gorgeous. They've got this little child. He's a little bit older. So I kind of look at like, there's the sugar daddy kind of syndrome going on. Because there's no way that these people, I'm sorry. There's, I saw more bought relationships. Yeah. And you can tell because these people don't mesh at all. And this girl was not, she wasn't just drunk. She was on some kind of substance. She was a mess. She couldn't sit up. She, she was like all over the place. She was very volatile and he kept petting her and touching her and soothing her. She went to stand up and she fell over, fell off the seat. We were at a dinner show and we're like, she's going to end up overboard because we were on a boat. Oh my God. And, and he kept on everything. They, they had to bring her food ahead of time before everybody else. And she had to be completely coddled. And you could tell this wasn't a first time behavior. Yeah. This was very, this is a normal behavior. He was very, he was very emotionless. And he was busy taking care of her. And they had a very young child. And I was so sad for the child because I'm like, this is how this child is going to grow up. Oh, that's sad. It was very sad. It was very toxic. So I watched different dynamics in people and I'm like, wow, these, these people, bad company is not better than no company. True. True. And without like telling the person, there is a person in the family that I have cut out because it was constant um, starting almost 28 years ago where something would be said or done and I would get pissed because it was either against me or my kids. And I'd be like, I'm done. And then the person caught in the middle, I'd be like, I can't do that to them. So I'd be like, all right. And I would swallow my pride and all my anger and all that stuff. And this went on for years. Like after my son was born while I was pregnant for my son, um, as my kids got older and then like I had a breaking point last year, probably right around this time. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done because it got to the point where, um, well, it's not like she's ever gonna watch, but it, it's my mother-in-law. And when we first moved into this house, because I have a huge ass living room, So the first few years, it was like, you know what, let's just have everyone come here for Christmas because like I had my kids, my daughter had kids. It was just too much to transport our family when no one else had all that, all them people. Do you know what I mean? Right. And it was great. It was wonderful. And then all of a sudden, Christmas is now being held at her house and we're not invited. Like, no me and my kids it was being done at a time where i was at work wow yeah and but the breaking point was last year there was a a thing on like i had posted something about like who's your worst kid my mother-in-law's you know as a joke i love my husband dearly but sometimes he could be a pain in the ass mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I noticed she unfriended me because I went to tag her and something. So I messaged her and I'm like, if I posted something to offend you, I'm sorry. She was like, I deleted you on accident. It's a multi-step process. No, you didn't. Right, right. But then it just became this huge issue. Like I was like, I can live without being your Facebook friend. I, right. That, 
So then it became, well, this person said this. And then I asked this person, like, why did you do this? And they were like, I didn't. So then this person confronts her and she was like, oh, I didn't say that your dad's lying. And it just this whole mess. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. I, I can't deal with it anymore. Um, and then like, he'll go over there. Like he was over there this past weekend and he was telling me the other night, he was like, my mom is just so feels so bad. She wants to make amends. And I'm like, you know what? In the, in a year, she has never put forward that effort to make amends. Mm. So you can't tell me she really wants to, she wants you to think she is right. Right. But there's, but actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. And that's what I told my husband. I'm like, and I don't like, we were fine. We had a great relationship until Roy and I got married. And then it was, you're not a good enough wife for my son. She at one point told me my daughter was going to grow up to be a whore. Um, at when she, when my daughter was four, because, oh my of, goodness. because a little boy gave her flowers. Like the little violets that you get in the yard. Oh, so so she's taking her own stuff, her own shit, and projecting it on you and your family. Yep. And it, like I said, it's one thing after another. Or we would invite her over, and she wouldn't show up. And then she'd say, well, I'm not never around. I'm like, you were invited. Well, you didn't seem like you meant it. Like, it's just been... And then... Her boys will make excuses. Well, that's just how she is. No, you guys are giving her a free pass. And I'm at the point, I, I'm too old to deal with that shit anymore. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, I'm fine with it. And I, I know my husband feels caught in the middle, but I'm kind of at the point where I, I'm sorry. I'm not telling you not to have a relationship with you. She's not allowed in my house. <laughs> She's not allowed here. Right. Like, because about a year and a half ago, my husband called. It was like the night before Thanksgiving. And he was like, my mom wants to come pick me up and just, because I live by three bars and just go to the bar on the corner. All right, that's fine. Well, I have a, a ring camera at my back door and I caught her talking shit about me on my ring camera. And I'm like, that's it. Done. Done. She's not, can't come here no more. You know, and, and that's what's really important is because you made a very valid point where people, you know, will give somebody a free pass and give somebody a free pass and give somebody a free pass <clears throat> just because they don't want to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. And so many times people do not know, and especially women, because we're, we're taught very differently. You know, we're taught that, you know, make amends, be nice, um, suck it up. We hear it all the time, but women, they do not know how to formulate boundaries. Yep. They do not know how to put boundaries in place and to, you know, hold those and hold people accountable for fear that I'm going to be labeled as a bitch. Yep. Um, I'm going to be rejected. Honestly. Who gives a flying fuck? Exactly. And, you know, and I, I will, I have to give my husband so much credit because in all the, the years, it has never been, you, you have to, you have to. He's right. never told me I have to apologize. I always did it for his sake. Mm -hmm. And like I even told him, I will never tell you, you can't go to your mom's, hang out with your mom's, go camping with your mom, any of that. I don't have to be included. Right. That is something you can do separate. I will never force you to choose. I would never do that. But I just, I, I, for my own sanity and my own sake, and he was like, well, you know, we're going camping. You want me and your mom in the woods together? Somebody's getting shot. <laughs> I will bring a shovel. Like, I, no, that, that's not a good situation. You won't know. And I give you a lot of credit for that um, because most people, most women would make their husband choose, you know, so I do, I give you a huge amount of credit, Jill, um, for being that person and being secure enough in saying, 
you know, I'm sorry. I've, I've given every opportunity to, to make it work, to make amends, but she keeps on pushing those boundaries. And, you know, we, again, as women, we are taught it's okay for people to cross our boundaries. Um, And that's where I find so many people that I'm doing coaching with is that they don't know how to get out of toxic relationships. They don't know how to set boundaries and withhold them. And, and I say set boundaries with love, Mm -hmm. you know, setting boundaries does not have to be an ugly thing. No, you know, but I can set boundaries and I can love you while doing it, but I'm not going to tolerate your shenanigans. Right. You know, and there are certain people, people are so afraid again, to be alone So we have so many people that stay in bad situations. Now, like you, this is a family member. I can't get rid of them. I have people in my life that are narcissists, um, people that are toxic, and I love them, but I have to love them from afar. Right. You know? Right. And the thing is, I don't hate my mother-in-law because when we are in that phase where we're getting along we can crack jokes we have great sense of humor we can laugh and everything together but it's just but you walk gingerly yes because you know that she can turn on a dime yes and you know it's kind of funny because my husband was gone this weekend and i don't even know how i found it i think it was like a like a you know they show like portions from a show on tiktok Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to look this up. And it's called, I love a mama's boy. And I mean, I didn't have it that bad the way some of them women did, but I watched it and I did see a lot of the elements and like before my husband was over there this weekend. And like, even before I said, you know, I feel like, because I've seen it happen with sister-in-laws and ex-sister-in-laws, um, where she's fine until they're married. And then, you know, it's a competition thing, I think. I said, I know my place in your life and I know her place, but she, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, and you you made a very valid point. Like you said, right from the very beginning, you were great until you got married and then it was, you're not uh, as good, you're not a good enough wife for my son. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, and that's, that's, I don't know, I call it a sickness. That's their own personal sickness mm-hmm. that I don't care who you are. I don't care if you were a millionaire. I don't care if you set him up in a life of luxury. You're still, some moms need that control and they're always going to find something wrong with the other person. Mm-hmm. And if there's nothing wrong with them, then they're going to find something to create wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like I said, I'm fine with how things are. He can go. Like I said, he was just over there this past weekend. Um, it was for like a Mother's Day birthday because her birthday um, is like my son's was last Tuesday. Hers is a week prior. Um, and that's fine. Go over for your mom's birthday. And even though I feel the way I feel, I'm like, what are you getting her for her birthday? I don't know yet. Um, it's three days away. You better figure it the fuck out. Right. Right. Like you got, you're still being the, the good caring person. Right. I just won't allow you to abuse me. Yep. And that's pretty much it. And like this past Christmas, Because I've always get like, um, she lost her husband in 2016. So um, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before I had a Tumblr made with his picture on it. And it was really nice. Uh, Of course, I wasn't invited. And I get someone that was there took video and sent it to me. And she was like, oh, happy. And she looks at my husband. She's like, thank you. Thank you. And the person recording, he was like, "Uh, no, that's from Jill. And she was like, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> oh so, my gosh so she loved it she found out it was for me and then it was like thanks and but and then like every year I just give her thoughtful gifts well this is the first year my husband went over there with just a gift card because he was like I don't because I'm like I'm 
done. done. I ain't doing shit. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You can only turn around and do so much to people for so long until they have their breaking point. Yeah. You know, and, and again, talking about that, we, as women, we give multiple opportunities, multiple chances, multiple forgiving. And when we're doing that, we're selling ourselves out and we're basically telling the universe, it's okay. You can walk all over me. What people don't understand you teach people how to treat you by the way you treat yourself. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So if you want people to treat you better, then I tell people, girl, get off of the discount rack and get back behind the glass where all of the high priced expensive shit is. Yep. That's where you belong because you are precious. And if you want people to treat you with respect, then you've got to respect yourself. Exactly. You know, so, so much. I mean, I have so many women from so many different walks of life that, that come in my direction and, you know, and I have to point out to them and say, do you understand why this behavior is you're getting this kind of reaction because this is your behavior. In order to create a different kind of reaction, you've got to step it up. You got to show up differently in your own life. You've got to step up to the plate and you've got to hold those boundaries because it's not okay to treat you this way. It's not okay for people to talk to you this way. And how are you talking to yourself? Exactly. How is your self-talk? Yep. You you know, people don't even realize this, okay? How many times have you said, Jesus, Jill, that was so stupid. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Right, because, and that was one of the first episodes that we did, like a positive thinking. It's almost like if you keep telling yourself, I'm an idiot, it's like like you're manifesting that. Yes, that is exactly what it is. Because people don't realize Okay, and this is something that I learned in in my hypnosis school. We are manifesting at the speed of our thoughts. Yep. By the time we're thinking it, it's already out there in the universe. Mm -hmm. And the more you tell yourself in programming, and there is, um, it's uh, neuroplasticity. So you can have, and, and we'll have to do an episode on this sometime. Yes. It's called self, self-talk and the neuroplasticity. Um, they thought that the brain quit growing at a certain age. It doesn't. They have done MRIs on people after strokes. They have done MRIs all the way to people 85 years old. And there's n- new neuropathways that are growing all the time. So you take a set of twins born at the same hospital on the same day, at the same time, they're in two different beds and they both have the exact same chemical makeup. One ends up, and, and, and let's say they're not even twins, okay? You and your best friend, you and I. You and I are born in the same day, same time, same hospital, My family is very supportive. Your family is not. Okay. Who do you think is going to be more successful? You. Because I have a supportive family. Mm -hmm. And I can be as successful because somebody is positively positively reinforcing that. Your family over here is like, you're just dumb. You're not going to amount to anything. Or how about this? We have two people, same genes, okay? And Mm -hmm. in the same genes, they say, Jill, you're going to look just like, if you don't stop that eating, you're going to look just like your Aunt Harriet. By the time you're 12 years old, you start looking like Aunt Harriet. Mm -hmm. Because you're already programmed and you're being told that and the neural pathways accept that. Right. So instead we have to divert it and we have to make a different change and we've got to rewrite those neural pathways. Yep. 
And, and that's, that makes so much sense. And that's, and, and Aunt Harriet might not even be any blood relative. But you're still going to look like Aunt Harriet. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Because you're told that. And you'll follow right in Aunt Harriet's footsteps. Huh. It's yeah, so that's... crazy. That's how the brain, the brain records and it rewrites and it rewrites. It's going to accept what it, what you're telling it. So we've got these women that are broken. We've got these women that are taught, serve your family, serve your family, serve your family. We've got women taught, you don't leave a relationship. Okay, I came from a Southern family. I stayed in a 10 year abusive marriage. I was young. But from the time I was in a relationship, 17 till I was 27, I left 10 years to the day that I started dating him. He was very verbally abusive and a couple of times physically abusive. But my parents were divorced. I didn't want to be a statistic. And I stayed because in a good Southern family, women don't give up. Right. And I was like, I don't want to be a statistic and I'm a good woman. And guess what? You walk away. Yep. And that's what we work on. We work on people. And I'm not saying that we break up relationships. We don't do that. If you're in a toxic relationship, you either have to figure out how to change it. And sometimes you can't change it. Sometimes you have to walk away. Right. Exactly. You know? But I, I do a lot of coaching, one-on-one coaching with people and help them find the little things, the baby steps, all the little pieces to make the change that they desire. And they have the choice to either go with it or not. But I always tell people, like, and you'll see that on my post today, are you happy? Mm-hmm. Do you know what happiness is? Are you happy with who you are? Are you happy in your relationship? Are you happy in your life? If you're not, are you willing to do something about it? So many people, I'm, I'm not happy. I don't know where my passion is. I don't know where my joy is. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Same shit, different day. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what we say is how are, you know, life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change. And you have to make the choice to make the change in order to make that happen. You know, a lot of people know my story. Some people don't. Some people know that four and a half years ago, I had a life of, I, I was married to my best friend. I unexpectedly lost my husband. I had a shit storm that followed me and, and it, and it never stopped, but the first year and a half, if it could happen, it did happen. I almost, I got hit and almost killed on my motorcycle. Bank account got hacked. I lost everything that I owned. I lost property. I lost the vehicle. I lost everything. My husband passed away and left me, um, over a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I was angry I lost my health benefits, you name it. Life did not get better by chance. It got better by change. And I got to the point that I was at rock bottom. And you don't know rock bottom until you hit rock bottom. Right. So I did everything that I could or that I thought. I lost him. Nine months later, after losing everything else, nine months later, I had to put down our dog. I started to bounce back a year ago, December, I unexpectedly lost my mom. This year, I thought I'm finally in the clear. I moved into my new house. The day after New Year's, I had to put down my other dog. So it's been a four and a half, you know, four year, four and a half year of what the fuck. Yeah. Okay. But that first year and a half, I will tell you, I saw the darkest night of the soul. And I did, I looked every 
everywhere. You know, I looked for the magic pill. I looked for the magic switch. I looked for the magic lever. I found none of it. And I'm like, something's got to change. What I did find almost is I almost found the magic bullet. Not once, not twice, but three times. I was that close to suicide. I was that close to pulling the trigger. I had my own gun up against my own head just to feel what it would feel like. I was in that deep, dark of a space. I did a lot of begging. I did a lot of pleading. I did a lot of crying. And I finally reached out and I found somebody to help me. I found a coach. And, you know, we stay in people, normal. We're not happy here. We're in a negative space and we know we're in a negative space, right? Mm -hmm. But we're comfortable because we know what to expect. Right. We know that over here is a positive space and we really want to be in this positive space, but it's scary. Because we don't know what we have to do to get there. And we know that we have to give up some of these habits. We have to give up some of our story that we've created and let some of this negative stuff go to get to the positive spot. I have so many people that choose to stay in the negative space because it's all they know. And they know it's not healthy, but it's safe for them because they know what it, you know, when you see on cartoons, like, I think it was like Tom and Jerry and there's this big monster behind the curtain. You see the big monster, they pull the curtain back and it's a little mouse. Yep. It looks so looming. The illusion. And I have to ask people all the time. Are you willing, are you willing to do the work to get out of your comfortable yet negative zone to take the steps and become uncomfortable to get to a positive, better you? And that's so huge. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, because some people just can't do it. But you'll hear them say, I hate my life. I hate my life. I hate my life. Then fucking do something about it. Life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by change. Yes. Speaking and you, of change, I got to go get ready for work. And I don't want to. You don't want to. So Jill, I want you to think about today. What are you building for your future? Right now, your job is necessary. It's the necessary evil. Mm -hmm. But I want you to start thinking about if I could do anything, what could I start building today so that I can have a better, more positive, more productive, more awesome environment in the very near future down the road? So let that be your thought pattern today. And, um, and I am so grateful. I'm, I'm so grateful that you had me on as I'm, you know, we've talked about this before. I, I get so excited. That's probably like for a half an hour last night. So I'm like, Kelly's going to be on, Kelly's <laughs> going to be on. And we're going to talk about, because I've already paid for the Saturday and, or Sunday. Um, and work's been canceling Saturday. So I got my fingers crossed for that. But I did want to tell you, if they don't cancel it, I have a VR day left. Ooh, and I would love for you to be there and join us. I'm hoping. I Well, I'm hoping they cancel. But like I said, I think either way, I'm going to be there. So, okay. And my only downfall for that is every Sunday, I take my grandkids a snack. And if I'm gone, I won't be able to do that. So I got to figure out how to make that up to that. So, so you pack it ahead of time and pack a, pack a snack and send it to them and make sure staple it. They cannot open it until Sunday. 
And then you put a coupon in there for a special day. That'll work. That'll work. And that'll get you off the hook too. Yeah. I actually might swing by because this is my long weekend and pick them up Saturday and do something with them and and do something fun with them. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. The psychic immersion is going to be absolutely unbelievable. It's going to be amazing. Um, and I'm excited to see people grow and, and help people in that capacity. So for those, uh, for your listeners out there, whether you're in Michigan or whether you're, you want to travel and do a little vacation time in Michigan, there is the, um, early bird registration. So they have until midnight this coming Monday on Memorial day, and they get the two free coaching calls. After that, it does go up slightly. It goes up to 647. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to just be a, just packed with information and fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and for those of you that are out there listening, if you are not happy in your life, if you need to find how to find that happiness, if you are looking for the next step, but you don't know the baby steps on how to get there, they can always contact me via my website, kellyinspires.com. And they can reach out to me and book a free discovery call, figure out whether or not my program works well for them or not. We can get together and we can collaborate and help them find their happiness. We can help them build the steps. We can help them build boundaries and rediscover who they are so that they can have a meaningful, happy life of of bliss, you know, take action. And um, I love to see people that are making those choices to make that change in their life. So I know that I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Jill, thank you so much. I hope you don't work too hard, but at least you won't sweat your butt off in, in the shop today. You know, I think they still have the heat on. I've got one of those um, blower fans at my Uh desk. And if it wasn't for that, even through the winter, I just couldn't survive. Because it's very hot and it's very stagnant and stale in there. Yeah. And I think the worst part about this time of the year is you really realize who doesn't use deodorant. Yeah. I don't miss that at all. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, do you know what a bar of dial is? Yeah, I know. And then I, like, it was about a week or so ago, I told my husband, I'm like, you have to have 85 points to retire. And that is your age plus the years you've been there. I have so far to go. <laughs> Don't look at it that way. Don't look at the big picture. Look at the, I only need to get through this week. Only baby steps. Everything is baby steps. And that's what we work on in my program and my coaching program is the baby steps. Because if you look at the big picture, you get so overwhelmed. It's like yes. I tell people, I'm a list builder. I like to build lists. I've got a million and one things on my list that I need to get done. So I just had this conversation with my client yesterday. You have 20 things on your list. That looks very, very overwhelming. So I take 20 things and I take my top five and make a new list. Okay, now I got top five. Now the top five, I have the top three that I want to accomplish. Now, the smart me goes, I'm going to knock the easiest one off first, because once I get one knocked off, then my brain goes, wow, victory. Yeah. So I take the easy ones and knock them off first. Or I say, okay, I got the top three, but I'm going to tackle the one that I hate the most, and it's going to take me the longest. If I can just get through this one, I can remake my list tomorrow. Yep. And then I'm still good to myself. I don't chastise myself. That was dumb. That was stupid. You didn't. I'm learning that it's okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I always try to start with the hardest on my list. Uh-huh. Because I figure once that's done, if the other things have to wait a day, that's fine. It's okay. You can just go right through it. But 
take your big overwhelming, break it down smaller, and then break it down even smaller. I like that. I like that. So I'm hoping the next time that I'm on with you guys that I've got some um, more interesting news. I'm talking to a Michigan producer, and we're talking about possibly writing and recording my um, documentary. That would be awesome. So it's exciting. So I, I just I had a conference call with him earlier today, this morning, and uh, we're we're reaching out to a few different networks to see if they would be interested in something like that before we start moving into the next phase. Okay, yeah. So definitely, cool. definitely got to keep us posted on that one. Hopefully I'll have some good news by the time you're here, the time we get our, our workshop on. That would be great. So absolutely. I will talk to you soon. Otherwise I'll keep you here forever talking, Ms. Jill. I know it's so easy. I know. And it's so much e better than going to work, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so I appreciate you and Jenny so much. I love you ladies. And I look forward to talking to you soon. All right. We love you too. You have a good day, Kelly. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.